I hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert. Attention. Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. Oh my God. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows? It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. (laughs) Are you interested? I know you are because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone Boy and Phoenix. I don't know, Phone Boy. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody. That's true. There's a holdup in the Bronx, Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short, a child cruise to and I know wild. Car 54, where are you? That's right, it's episode 54 of The Lotus Effect, where the show's made up and the content doesn't matter. And I'm Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. And I'm phone boy. So we finally met the man whose shit doesn't stink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. And uh, we have we do have a couple clips to uh, introduce our. Uh, yeah, it's kind of become a theme yeah. where we have a couple clips to kind of introduce what we're doing this week. I want bourbon. I want scotch. I want beer. And then there are your friends who smoke marijuana going, John, man, alcohol's a crutch. <laughs> really. Really, Captain Herbal Life? Yeah. yeah, he just macromated his ass into the soca- sofa. <laughs> yeah, I think you're about at that cruising altitude yourself there, Fumble. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so uh, this is um, yeah, this is a value-for-value value, uh, show, and, and we, we, we uh, if you want to go to lotuseffect.show and, and, and give us, uh, uh, yeah, through PayPal, I guess, the Fiat Fund coupons, uh, yeah, you can do that. There's a, there's a link that says, we like money, which uh, if I if I had Because we do like money. We do like money. I wish I, wish I had my, that clip uh, playing, but... Well, you, you but, do but, know, but, but, you know... But, but we there do, is but, another thing that we insist. Yeah. Boost me, bitch. That's right. If you got any value, we do also take crypto. So Satoshis are our friends. Yeah, that's that's right. And we've got a lot of uh, we got a lot of boosts and we, we usually we usually get our we usually start getting our boosts after the show. Um, and uh, so and yeah, you, you, if you have a new podcasting app that, that has a boost button in it, you know, and, and it streams Satoshis, then yeah, you're good. If you don't have a podcast app that does that, go to newpodcastapps.com and find one uh, or take off all your clothes nude. and then type in new podcast Podcast either way uh so here are the here are the uh, we'll we'll also we'll start reading some of the donations that we got uh we started from from the uh, part of studio 33 which is our which is our post uh our post show uh music uh it's the latest after party in the fediverse that's right and so uh yeah uh my lovely phoenix here boosted ten thousand sats and said do you take it in the ass followed by fuck me in the ass because i love jesus then zappa's catholic girls yeah, we do use boost. You can use boostograms to request uh, songs, and they get put up to the top of the queue when that happens. And so, yeah, so there's, there's a reason. You know, of course, uh, now, 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 me. you know, I don't know why she does that. Because, wait a minute, I had the clip. There it is. She got the pussy. <laughs> yes, I do, and that is exactly why I do it. Is because I can't. For the same reason, a dog licks its balls because <laughs> it can. Yeah. And I like I like splashing the walls with satoshis in 
Studio 33. I think it helps the uh, disco light bulb to reflect back even better. That's so right. I got an addiction to some donations. Yeah, so we got we got we got some more from Phoenix and uh, 3333 sats past the ditchy because we need a poop loop. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's what we. Yeah, uh, when we play a long track at the during uh, during Studio 33 or the pre-show. Yeah, there's there's most likely some uh, 420 action going on. That's um, right. But we can neither confirm nor deny that for any of the spooks listening. Exactly. Uh, so uh, Phoenix again 33. 33 sets cherished by Madonna. I love you, phone boy. I love you. Um, let's see. Uh, Phoenix again, 33, 33 sets. Glenn Medeiros. Nothing's going to change my love for you. My twin flame. Um, 33, 30, again, another 33, 33 sets boost from Phoenix. Moody blues, wildest dreams. Yeah. We, we request a lot of things. Uh, let's see. Phoenix, 33, 33 sets again. Roy Orbison, only the lonely Melissa Etheridge. I want to come over and yes, I am color me bad. I want to sex you up. This is for Tigger to bring her some joy in Mudville because she is loved. Yeah. She was having a bad, she was having a bad week. Uh, and she did hit me in the back channel and call me an asshole and tell me she loved me. So I knew that the message was received well now there you go and then um then weirdo boosts 33 33 sets and says that was a good show today i look forward to the r&r pre-show it's becoming a family thing in my house thank you darren o purveyor of the frequency of delinquency <laughs> that's right and we do love some darren o ourselves here yeah so you know and and you know like the much like darren does his a uh, rock and roll pre-show we do our you know we do studio 33 and we, you know we play music and you know, just don't do it on the no agenda stream i guess yeah um, exactly uh, we got rules around yeah here, we have folks. rules around here so, not many but a few yeah so weirdo uh, again comes in 33 33 sets it says well that's embarrassing that last one was for darren o but i missed the show this weekend i had boosts for both of you so it's cool i did catch some of studio 33 but i'm i too busy to play along um i I love you too thank you for your courage well thank you weirdo thank you for your courage we We we, love you too we appreciate it um and then uh, Phoenix uh, today uh, boosted 3333 33 sats. Says, wow. Everyone say hi to mom. I got her in the chat. Yeah, Phoenix I is did. Mom. Yeah, I she- got mom set up. Mom Phoenix 54 in the chat. Yep. So she keeps popping in and out. I can assume that's because the phone keeps going dark screen and she has to re-log in. And it's all good. My mom is not tech savvy, but at least she is willing to listen to the show and trying. And also, she's doing really good as far as the detox. She's noticing differences and she has more energy, which is one huge huge thing we actually let her sleep in today we weren't mean enough to get her up at a scheduled time and say hey you know start the world yeah exactly and then uh let's see we got c-dubs they boosted 420 sets test test toke uh puff puff pass you know, that's right we like we left puff puff pass and yes, then we do and then we get another boost from c-dubs uh uh 101 set says let's go yeah we're, we're, right there. we're, we're yeah that's, that's the official code boost that's right and uh you know we got uh we have a clip that we have to play we don't want your shit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so i mean you know how the value for value thing works and if you don't then let me explain it really easy. Listen to the show. Tell your friends. Troll along in the chat room. Listen to any episodes we've put out in the past. Again, like Phoneboy said, you can send us your fiat fun coupons, your cuck bucks, your dead presidents, your wasted cabbage, whatever you call it. Send your money. We don't want your blankets. We don't need water. Just send money. Send your or cash. you can send us Satoshis. We do love them Satoshis. And if you want to be part of this Boostergram party we got going on in Studio 33, then, you know, yeah. like he said, get a new podcast app if you don't have one that'll let you stream Satoshis to your favorite show. Yeah, and uh, we, we actually have a, we have a great refire topic this week, but what, since we're, since we're talking about alcohol as our, as our show topic today, it, it seems to be that the question is, well, what's the worst hangover you've ever had? And uh, so we will... We will both be answering that question for the pedal heads. I think it's quite interesting. Yes. I, well, I think I know what your story is. Uh, 
We don't want to talk about that. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be triggered first thing in the show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but um, if you want to tell us about your worst hangover, call 253-237-3321. And we want to hear all about it. And, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and by the way, and even when you're listening later. Right. Uh, you can do that. So it doesn't. It, 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 so even so even if you were, you know, I don't know, let's say we're at episode 69, dude. Um, and uh, you, 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 you you go back and listen to episode 54. And it's uh, yeah. that And so you want to add. You're like, oh, my God, I remember the worst hangover. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah feel free to call us. Two, five, three, two, three, seven, three, three, two, one. So where is my. Uh, hey, where's my one ringy dingy? I even vamped hard enough that you should have already had that. Clip I thought so I, I already had it loaded, loaded up. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is the problem, and there's I'm there. I don't know why one. And we even it. had a whole lot of extra time to prepare today. Like I, I, for shame. Yeah, I don't know what happened to one ringy dingy, two ringy dingy. I can't find it. You're, oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. One ringy dingy, two ringy dingy. Yeah, well, Ernestine just, isn't standing by, but Google Voices, and they'll be sure to provide a mangled transcript to your call for us. Yeah, and you uh, might even become a show title. Yeah, well, they sometimes do, and we do, um so. Um, we also, by the way, you can also text the, the, the our number because it's a Google Voice number and it's six. And we we get a lot of missed texts. And last one that says it's Arlene. I like your pics. It's like okay, oh. sure, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, not like we post a lot of pics. Uh, right. I, you know, but they're they're um, they're Canadian numbers. I don't know why they're well. Yeah. Canadian numbers. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Well. Hey Canada, fuck Trudeau. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell us how you really feel about that. All right. So. Hey, um, you know what? If you really want to know what people think about Canada, listen to Carolyn's epic rant from Hog Story that night. That will tell you all you need to know. It was it it lives in infamy. Yeah. That thing's been clipped out so many times, and still, yeah, I well, loved the fact I was, got to hear that live. Yeah, that was. I, I, yeah, you were on that show that night, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, because that was yeah because that was the 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 night that I, I'm now famous for having uh, handlers. That, that oh, that's right, because you blew up Sir Seat Sitter's I, Transformer. I, I, I will neither confirm nor deny that my handlers which may or may not exist had anything to do with it <laughs> so, uh-huh. we yeah. we know you were just jonesing for that mic time you were feeling left out phone boy you weren't really doing a podcast at the time you know it was it was a it was a slow time for you and and you crave the attention you're such an attention whore you just had to send your handlers to blow that thing up so that you could pinch hit i'm, I'm telling you you're shameless shameless i say <laughs> you, you know i, I don't know that's what you do at a fucking party. You get too high. You get too drunk. You stay too fucking long. That's why they call it a party. Yeah, obviously. That's I, right. I, and everybody knows, by the way, anybody who knows from Boy out there, uh, if you don't, yeah, he's one of the most humble guys in the world. So he, I'm, I'm just absolutely breaking his balls tonight. Breaking the balls. Breaking, breaking the, the balls. balls. That's right. That's what I'm doing because oh, I hope somebody's clipping that right now. I hope that's it. That's an ISO that shows up somewhere. Just saying. But yeah, and anybody who knows knows Phoneboy's super humble. So he would never be an attention whore for anything. It took a lot of convincing to even get this man to decide to be on the mic with me and do this shit show. So thanks, phone boy. Yeah, well. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, th- thanks, Obama. Yeah, okay. So um, why don't you, uh, let's uh, say. Well, we- if we're, if we're going to talk about Obama, we're obviously going to have to include booze. Yeah, no shit. So. So booze, as it's commonly called in slang or alcohol by its proper name, is a colorless volatile flammable liquid that's produced by the natural fermentation of sugars and it's 
intoxicating constituent it's the intoxicating constituent in wine beer spirits and other drinks and it's also used as, as an industrial solvent and as a fuel now it's a drug we know this it's a depressant and that means it slows down your vital functions resulting in slurred speech unsteady movement disturbed perceptions and an inability to react quickly. I promise you there's not an ounce of alcohol in my system, but the tongue may be stoned because I can't I can't articulate words. To yeah, I was, was going to say that the t- I know the tongue is not drunk because neither one of us have had a drop of alcohol today. So uh, the tongue is certainly stoned. No, not um, even not even a little. Yeah. yeah. So um, so as how it affects the mind. Yeah. And other things. Um, best understood that it reduces a person's ability to think rationally and distorts his or her judgment. Yeah, or it makes you do stupid things. Oh, Simper Perrier here. I had to stop drinking alcohol because I used to wake up nude and hood in my car with my keys in my ass. <laughs> Not a good thing. Hi, right, can I help you? No, thanks. It's just flooded. I'll be okay. Yeah, well, uh, um, yeah, and it, although it's classified as a depressant, the amount of alcohol consumed determines the type of effect. Uh, yeah, the, the the amount and the type. Uh, uh, most people drink for the stimulant effects, such as a beer or glass of wine taken to quote unquote loosen up. But if a person consumes more than the body can handle, which is probably less than you think, uh, then they experience alcohol's depressant effect. Uh, yeah, or the effect of vomiting all over themselves, others, or their floor. Yeah, well, exactly. I'm just um, saying. Yeah. So um, now that and, and you know that we, we we when we talk about alcohol, we're talking you know we're, we're we're talking about the alcohol that that you're that you that you're supposed to drink, and there's or well you know that's not, that's I don't the know. I've you're actually to drink. heard of people drinking, um, rubbing alcohol before. So as as yeah, not you're necessarily not a to. safe statement. No, you're not supposed to. But you're not supposed to drink Listerine either. But I've known of people doing it. Yeah, exactly. They, they put stuff in that to yeah. drinking. But um, but generally, like the the al- the types of alcohol that people are quote unquote supposed to drink. Uh, there's three main types. There's wine, uh, spirits, and uh, beer. Yep. Um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, we're and we're gonna be yeah we're gonna be talking a little bit about each of those. Um, we so, are. Um, you know what is it? Uh, so the yeah, the, and you know different types of alcohol have different types of uh, well, the alcohol kind con- or you know different types of booze have different types of alcohol content. Beer is usually pretty low, um, but uh, you know they can get, yeah. The, but generally, fermented drinks such as beer and wine will be well two to twenty percent. Yeah, that sounds wow. Yeah, I, I've had some beers that are that are in the high. That are oh yeah, in, that's in, true because yeah. we actually bought a beer at. The liquor store that we love so much that you get the samples from, yeah. and yeah, it was it was a pretty kicking beer. It was actually a much higher content than I was used to. So by the end of the bottle, I was like, "This is really freaking good." Yes, yeah, because yeah, you feel real nice. Yeah, if I'm gonna drink beer, I want the I want yeah I want more bang for the buck. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, you know, distilled drinks or, you know, the, or scotch and that kind of thing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, tend to be, contain, uh, yeah, you know, at least either 40% alcohol or possibly more. And you drink less of them, right? Uh, because if you drink the same amount of, a, if you drink the same amount of whiskey that you drank a beer, yeah, you'd probably be, uh, you might be dead in fact. Um, yeah. Cause I'm just sitting here thinking about like, I've killed an entire bottle of wine and still been able to walk semi straight. If I drank that much Jack um, yeah, I probably would end up in a situation like my worst hangover that we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, yeah. C Debs in the chat says West Coast IPA, 9%. Yeah. Um, yeah. 9%, you start getting my attention when, when, when it comes mm-hmm. to beer. Um, 
the higher the better. Um, yeah, the, I've, I'm good. I've, oh, mm, beer. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I shouldn't be having. I shouldn't be having beer. Um, but uh, no, the carbs and that. Are yeah, the, it's, yeah. For that's you. The, the main thing. Uh, that's why you don't have too much of it. Uh, but um, yeah, beer typically has two to six percent alcohol. But I've definitely seen. Uh, you know, it, it depends. You know, I, yeah. The but only this time, is the probably... only place I've ever had. The only place I've ever had like that that low percentage of beer is in like Utah, <laughs> which is pretty much all you can get there. Wow, uh, nothing like slamming the Mormons. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say. You know, that's probably. Probably about the content of like your Coors Light or your, you know, butt yeah. wiper or whatever. Yeah. It's uh, not them quality big bottles on the end cap that cost 20 bucks a piece. Yeah. That's exactly. With the alcohol content, that's enough to knock you on your ass. So Yeah. But it, but it's worth it. Oh, it's it's totally worth yeah. it. You know, it's like the ciders. They've got like four to eight percent alcohol. Wine only has eight to twenty, which I know that's a large amount distance of numbers, but it's really not that bad. Yeah. You know, especially when you think that, you know, tequila has 40%, rum has 40 brandy, gin goes all the way up to 47% um, in some instances, with whiskey being between 40 and 50, as well as vodka. And then you have the liqueurs that have such a wide spectrum, as low as 15 and as high as 60. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's some debate about whether, you know, whether, whether the, uh, um, you know, whether this stuff's good for you or not. Um, and, and the debate is still, the debate is still there. I, I think, you know, most, you know, most people, um, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta, pl- you know, did we play, oh, we did, you know, we did what we didn't do. We didn't, we talk about beer. We gotta talk, we gotta play the beer commercial thing, the clip that I had. Because you're sucked into drinking beer by believing it's a healthy thing. All these beer commercials usually show big men, manly men doing manly things. You've just killed a small animal. It's time for a light beer. Yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, we're all conned into thinking beer's healthy. Yeah, probably not. Uh, well, especially when you see these commercials like, mm-hmm. ooh, just one carb per serving, considering the fact that there's two to three servings in that bottle, probably. Yeah, yeah what, what is a serving? What is a drink? Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, that's a question so, that's yeah, been, yeah. you know, debated for how long. Yeah, but, yeah, so, you know, and then spirit, you know, and again, alcohol, you know, there's some, you know, I'd say, you know, kind of like spirits is in the, uh, you know, there's some debate about whether you know how like that i think wine is probably about the only thing that's gotten any sort of you know attention as far as like yeah red wine could be uh, could be healthy right um well i can say because vodka doesn't contain sugar in its fermentation process when you're dieting and i hate to say it okay and i know you're gonna cringe but i'm gonna say it the one diet drink as far as alcohol goes that is really popular is literally called a skinny bitch and it's vodka and diet coke so in and of itself let's just dissect the fact that one diet coke is made with fake ass sugar so you sure uh, that's should just, not you just be made my that. sphincter you know yeah yeah your <laughs> ass just ate the ball you're sitting on i know this I, that's why i said you're gonna cringe because i knew that diet coke equal fake ass sugar equals no, you should not put that in your body, in your mouth, or anywhere near you. But anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's just been a back and forth debate over whether alcohol is good for you or not. And it still goes on today. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, that's like, yeah, but it's, um, it's, I think red wine is con- widely considered healthy. Now, of course, you know, again, I think, I think it comes down to the fact that it, whether, you know, how, uh, um, you know, again, how much do you drink? Right. It's, it's, you know, it's again, the dose makes the poison because because wine's got some because wine's got some other stuff in it. Right. It, yeah. So we'll, we'll, I got a couple of clips here we can play um, that talk about what the um, what is part of um, what, you know, what's the healthy part of uh, a wine? 
we know that red wine or grapes themselves around the, the skin of the grape is packed with an antioxidant called resveratrol. And resveratrol has been shown to improve eyesight. It's been shown to be a powerful antioxidant that fights cancer. It's also been shown to be protective for the brain as well as for the heart. And so it's great for anti-aging. It's great for lowering cholesterol and blood pressure. It's a key element of what's known as the Mediterranean diet. Uh, yeah, I wish I wish I had the bullshit clip to, uh, on the on the on the ready to to. It's like, yeah, it's another bullshit marketing term, which I might which I might write down as a show title. Uh, so well, it really is, though. It's much like keto, bullshit marketing term. The Mediterranean diet has li- it, there's literally a doctor on one of the Vinnie Porterich documentaries that I love watching so much with Homeboy, and. He's talking. Yes. Yeah, it, it, oh, by the way, you're okay. You have the mute. Yes, for a change. Okay, my for, ass was uh, muted. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, let me. All right. Let me. Let me explain. So. So. Yeah. On the. On the. On the Vinnie Tortorich um, documentaries. Um, yeah. The, the, the Dr. Eric Westman is one of the one is uh, one is the uh, doctors. Come. He says, yeah, just just because. And he would try to tell you know he he would try to help patients and then they go back to their regular doctor and he, he just he would tell them yeah just go use the uh, tell them that you're on a modified mediterranean diet and they'll leave you alone and it's basically it's basically what he does um so um although now as I, th- I think now he actually co- the, the, his clinic at the at, at uh you know in, in north carolina is actually which is uh, associated with duke is uh, they actually call it keto which is kind of kind of interesting but um, well i will i'll tolerate hearing somebody call things keto um except if you have the balls to call no sugar no grain keto it is not fucking keto because keto allows you to eat fake ass sugar and yeah. things you shouldn't yeah. be eating yeah no sugar no grain no, does not no nsng is keto keto is not nsng i disagree well, okay. No, seriously, because keto allows well, you well, no, but it to have be, the fake yeah, ass sugar. I, I, I it allows you to have but some it, of but the starch things. But if you eat an NSNG diet, you could call it keto. Be, you're just not eating. The, you're just not eating the, the fake sugar. Yes, you could call it that, but it would be a misnomer. Yeah, well, well, Lottie freaking duh. That's right. Bring me something that doesn't have fruity in the description. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to say one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, I think is a, you know, that's what that's a, that's what you bring me. Um, all right, so let's... Um, Man's man. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, so uh, I've got a... This one kind of this from the same. This is Doctor uh, Doctor Josh Axe, I think, is the guy, and we'll have links to all this in the show notes, of course. But um, when the, when I when I heard this, I kind of had to do a double take because I'm like, does wine really do this? A very small amount of alcohol in your diet, which is probably the equivalent of maybe a half a glass of red wine. Doing that small amount or even less than that actually stimulates your liver. In Chinese medicine, it's known to uh, increase liver chi or help with liver stagnation. So if somebody struggles with constipation or if somebody has low energy, just a small amount of red wine, again, half a glass or less, can benefit detoxification of your liver, breaking down bile, Okay. Anyway, I, I'm. I is I, this is this is maybe there there is some benefit to it, but again, yeah, the the dose makes the poison, right? To get you know, too, it does. Yeah, too little, too. And also, yeah, there's some wide variety in in wine. I don't. I'm not. I don't think all red wine is created equal. I'm, I'm um, listening to how like the local winery makes the, their stuff. It's probably different from a lot what a lot of other places do. So. Um, but I think it's safe to say I like our local winery. If I'm just going to say Chestnut Hill is is the tits. They're they've got a white muscadine 
that is just unreal. Yeah, and and their watermelon shine wine. Yeah. And they're volunteer they're, 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 yeah, Just we, saying, like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. Like I said, they're dangerous. They're, they're not a sponsor. This is not a sponsor. Read. No, this we're is, just, this is. like I've said to, you know, others, if we have a product that we believe in, yeah, we talk about it on the show because this is our show. We're the stars of this piece of shit. That's but ultimately, right. yeah, I'm just saying when it comes to wine, these are varieties that are quite yummy. If you have never tried muscadine wine, listeners, I highly recommend it. It's quite delicious. And there are several varieties that you can find uh, I would imagine probably coast to coast, but maybe not. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's it's anyway. It's some yeah. It's something that uh, the wineries do here. I guess the muscadine. It's a the, well. It is a southern grape. It's a southern grape. The, exactly. I mean, I I can say I have not seen it like in the north on the shelves. But then again, I wasn't looking for wine. I didn't used to drink wine yeah. before I moved down here and was introduced to that wonderful muscadine because yeah, I've, I've never, that I've never, and never, sangria yeah. are the two wines that I really like. It's I'm hard pressed to find an actual wine out of like Sonoma Valley or Napa Valley or some, you know, hoity toity Francis Ford Coppola bullshit. It's just not how I get down. Yeah. So, yeah. And I I think, uh, but, you know, in general, right. I mean, I think it's uh, not something we, um, yeah, you know, it's like I said, with any of this stuff, yeah, we have to, uh, yeah, you you get what you get, you know, you can, I mean, you can get whatever you want, wherever you want these days. Thanks to, thanks to the global supply chains and uh, that's the beautiful thing that you know the the wineries that we talk about you can totally order bottles of wine from them to try but i will tell you like i went and i'm sure you know with inflation because i did this you know roughly a year ago the muscadine that we get from Solly notch it's amazing but when i shipped that bottle to washington to you for us to have on our i think it was our christmas show i shipped it for that shit cost 40 bucks altogether the bottle of wine is only 17 or 18 like all that was shipping so just know that if you do decide to you know partake in some of this if you find a good company that you want to order from just know yeah it's going to be a little pricey yeah well well, shipping glass is expensive that's the same but uh yeah, I mean, so there is some. I, I, th- I think. I think with with alcohol in general, there may be. Uh, you know, there's there again. It, the dose makes the poison, right? Um, it, it's um, you know, moderate drinking might. You know, seems to be good for heart and health, the, the, for heart and circulatory, and and possibly protection against type two diabetes and gallstones. Although I'm not. I don't know if I agree about protection against type two diabetes. Now, heavy drinking is a major cause of preventable preventable death in most countries. Uh, and see that you know that that's what i'm thinking is because it says you know moderate drinking well they don't specify as to what you are drinking is it moderately drinking of liquor that has a higher sugar content is it you know wine i mean you have to be a little bit more specific in order for that to be a fair and equitable statement i truly believe otherwise you're just ingesting an ass ton of sugar and that just leads to diabetes, as we know. Yeah. Um, in the U.S., alcohol is implicated in about half of fatal accidents, and heavy drinking can damage the liver and heart, harm an unborn child, increase the chances of developing breast and some other cancers, contribute to depression and violence, and interfere with relationships. Yeah, my, That's very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, my mother drank herself to death, so um, I think that she had an enlarged heart, probably as a result of all the alcohol she drank. Uh, lots of, uh, v- yeah, lots of vodka, actually. Uh, but um, so alcohol's two-faced nature. It's like anything. It, it shouldn't come as a surprise. Now, um, now ethanol is the is the 
you know, is the, is the simple molecule. Uh, when, when, when you start talking, when, when, the, when the scientists start talking about alcohol, that's usually what they refer to it as. And it affects the body in many different ways. It influences the stomach, brain, heart, gallbladder, and liver. It affects levels of lipids like, like cholesterol and triglycerides and insulin in the blood, as well as inflammation and coagulation. It also alters mood, concentration, and coordination. Which okay, is it just me or does that seem like a really unbalanced statement in that right before that you're saying, oh, it could help, you know, prevent type 2 diabetes or whatever. And then you're saying, oh, but it affects the insulin levels in the blood kind of seems a little bit oxymoronic. I mean, I'm not saying that like you said it. I'm saying just in the research, this has, you know, this kind of came to the forefront. There's a lot of contradictions in the official narrative. I'll just, if, if anything. I'll that's just, anything. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm that's referring to. So, um, you know, so over time, excessive alcohol use can lead to the development of chronic diseases and other serious problems, including high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, liver disease, and digestive problems. Cancer of the breast, mouth, throat, esophagus, voice box, liver, colon, and rectum. Ooh, yeah. Ew. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, no. So I know y'all are probably wondering, <coughs> what is excessive drinking? Well, it includes binge, binge drinking, heavy drinking, and any other drinking by pregnant women or people younger than 21 years of age. Now, binge drinking, which is the most common form, is defined as consuming four or more drinks if you're a woman, five or more drinks if you're a man. So, heavy drinking is considered eight or more drinks a week for a woman and 15 or more drinks for a man. So, there's not a whole lot of difference between binge and heavy in that. And most people who drink excessively aren't alcoholic alcoholics or even alcohol dependent uh, yeah now here's my question though and it, it's like okay what is a drink right well yeah i'm okay so i've been to bartending school so i would uh, i would assume to say that a drink would be probably an eight ounce serving well except with okay well the, or four ounce well yeah depend yeah there, there are you know I, i've seen as low as one ounce it's for, it's for, you're talking about grain. You're well, yeah, talking when about, you think about it, like a shot. Yeah. It's like a shot. Okay. Well, how does that translate to a beer or whatever? It's like, okay, that there's a, they don't define yeah, it. They don't that's define the it. problem. And yeah. that's why it's hard for people to know, like, how did I become an alcoholic? Well, because you were drinking like all four or five of those drinks per day and your drink was the size of a big beer mug. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's not one. That's about three. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, make it two-fifths of Jack Daniels. I mean, come yeah, on. You know, you, there you if go. You, if you're drinking two-fifths of Jack Daniels, you've got a drinking problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, if you're drinking two-fifths of Jack Daniels, you've got a money problem. Yeah. that shit's expensive <laughs> after a while. Yeah, it gets expensive after a while. Well, you know, excessive alcohol use has immediate effects that increase the risk of many har harmful health conditions. And they're most often the result of binge drinking and include the following motor vehicle crashes, falls, drownings, burns, violence, including homicide, suicide, sexual assault, and intimate partner violence, alcohol poisoning, which this is a medical emergency and it results from high blood alcohol levels. You literally can drink yourself to death. And I had a woman who recently I encountered who had attempted to do so. She was fortunately unsuccessful. However, it is a very real thing that people die from all the time. 
and risky sexual behavior, you know, unprotected sex, sex with multiple partners, you know, this can result in unintended pregnancy or sexually transmitted diseases, including HIV. So that's just a really bad idea to engage in anything sexual if you are intoxicated, unless you are with your partner who you implicitly trust. And I just, yeah, don't get me started on that. But you can also have a miscarriage or a stillbirth or even worse you can have a child that has fetal alcohol spectrum disorders if if you drink while you're pregnant so please 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 if anyone out there is pregnant please do not drink because that sweet little baby is so important and you know if you're listening to this you're obviously a no agenda producer so you're going to raise that child in an environment of love and not being indoctrinated by the M5M. Yeah. Which um, is a really big reason to drink is if you're watching the M5M. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering if we're on this I'm wondering if we're on the based on what's coming up on thing, I'm not wondering if we're on the no agenda stream at all, actually. That would be uh, a really bad thing. That would be really didn't. bad. I'm not sure. I could have sworn you got on. I, well, I know connected. you said you were doing it. I can yeah. I should be. Anyway. Well, all right. Well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, I should probably do it now playing in the chat and, and see. Um Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it must, my, my metadata must be messed up. Let's try this again. Sorry about that. Sometimes you got to, sometimes. So does that mean we are or are not on I the I don't know. No there stream? we go. Yeah, we are on the stream. Yeah, it's just the meta. I'm, the it, meta was acting up. The, the metadata was acting up. Yeah. Thank you, No Agenda, for uh, hollering at us, letting us know. We appreciate that greatly. Yeah, I was just making sure. No, I just realized I, I, had, not seen our, I had not seen a notification. I'm like, I should probably go check that. Um, there you go. So, yeah, what is moderate drinking? Well, is is you know, they, you know they say the the dietary guidelines for Americans uh, yeah which we all know is bullshit uh, recommends that adults of legal drinking age can choose not to drink or to drink in moderation by limiting intake to two drinks or less in a day for men or one drink or less in a day for women on days when alcohol is consumed the guidelines also do not recommend that individuals who who do not drink alcohol start drinking for any reason that if adults of legal drinking age choose to drink alcoholic beverages drinking less is better for health than drinking more. Yeah, that yeah, that sounds vague and squishy, doesn't it? Oh, not at all. Yeah, yeah. There's some people that probably shouldn't drink alcohol. That so anyone that's younger than 21, anybody who's pregnant or might be pregnant, um, driving, planning to drive, or participating in other activities requiring skill coordination and alertness. Well, I guess I guess I shouldn't drink in podcast. I uh, I was literally just sitting here thinking. Um, I drive around people all day long with doing rideshare, and they can't all be drunk. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, well, there's a, there's, you know, I think I think I got to play. The, you know, where where is it? Try to play. Well, why why the big secret? People are smart; they can handle it. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. That is true. Oh, exactly. Um, so, if you suffer from certain medical conditions, or if you're recovering from alcoholism, or unable to control the amount that you drink, you also should not be lifting that glass to your lips with an alcoholic beverage or that bottle or what other containment unit you're using. Just don't drink. Do yourself that favor because, you know, over time, excessive alcohol use can lead to the development of chronic diseases and other serious problems, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, liver disease, digestive problems. You know, we talked about the cancers, you know, weakening in the immune system, including the fact that 
increases your chance of getting sick. And, you know, with this whole COVID bullshit running around rampant and all these variants and the monkeypox and whatever else they're trying to scare us with with the propaganda this week, just don't. Because you're weakening your immune system by drinking too much and and then you really are going to die if you get one of these diseases probably instead of just getting really sick and having a hell of a story to tell when you come out the other side. You can also experience some learning in your memory problems, dementia, poor school performance. If And here's the thing, the, the poor school performance thing, if you're under 21, you shouldn't be drinking anyway. And if you're over 21 and you're in college, you're kind of expected to be drinking. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you'd hope not. Um, anyway, this, in, in, um, yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, you would. You shouldn't be drinking, but of course we all. Of course, you know. I mean, I got. I'll, I guess I get. No, that we'll save that for toast and jam because I was going to talk about my, my, uh, my drinking story. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, but you know, obviously it can cause mental health problems, including depression and anxiety. I think that was part of, you know, that that, that fed my my mother's. Uh, you know, that she basically ended up getting herself isolated from any, anybody in the family who wanted to talk to her because she. she Anyway, we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, right. so I, I watched I watched alcohol kill my mother. So um, right. it's not, you know, so this is a this is a thing. Um, so she obviously was experiencing, you know, family problems, maybe some job related problems, possibly even unemployment. I mean, at the end. Exactly. So, you know, and she I was mean, on disability. Well, there you go. You know, the the drinking ultimately probably caused that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and yeah, and I mean, all kinds of, yeah. You know, I mean, you can end up alcohol dependent also. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then I think we're going to, we're going to take a break. We got, I think our toast and jam segment is going to be real awesome this time. We, we got. Oh, the, I think so too. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. The story, the stories she's got from Rideshare this week are. Are pretty amazing. So, before we do that, we have uh, we have our uh, annual install or our, our weekly installment. Weekly installment of the cavalcade of stupidity, thanks to Rev Cybertrucker. If it'll play, oh wait a minute, let's start that over. Sorry about that. I'm, I actually have to unmute the. What a surprise! Phone boy with a mute button yeah. problem. Ho, pedal heads, and welcome to the Rev Cyber Truckers Cavalcade of Stupidity. Tom Smith is not your ordinary comedy musician. With the lyrical complexity of Ashman and Sandheim, the vocal fireworks of Meatloaf, the comedic timing of Robin Williams, and the dynamic physique of the skipper from Gilligan's Island, the only thing he won't do is be boring. The only recording artist to be featured on both NPR's Sound and Spirit and the Dr. Demento Show, he's also known as the world's fastest filker. This next song, measuring in at 153 and one-half percent alcohol, is probably one of the drunkest you'll ever hear. This is Tom Smith with 307 Ale. There's many drinks you'll drink, me lads, on every world that's new. There's Saurian brandy, cran apple schnapps, and a good old Tullamore don't. Do or do not, there is no try. There's Bush and Beck and Bud and Bach and others dark and pale. But I think you'll find the finest kind is 307 Ale. 307 Ale, me lads, 307 Ale. The finest drink that any bar has ever had for sale. It'll lay your whole damn world to waste, it'll make you fit and hail. 
There's nothing that you'll ever taste like 307 Ale. Milad's 307 Ale. It started down at MIT one lazy summer day. When a couple of the frat boy techies started in to play They'd caught up on their schedule with a couple hours to kill So they fitted up their cyclotron and made themselves a still 307 Ale, me lads, 307 Ale The finest drink that any bar has ever had for sale It'll lay your whole damn world to waste, it'll make you fit and hail There's nothing that you'll ever taste like 307 Ale, me lads 307 Ale. They added choice ingredients to brew a little brew, but they didn't know. All right, uh, we will play the that full was version. so worth it. Yeah, 307 Ale. We will play. Um, yeah, we will play the full version of that at the uh, in the post show, uh, which we lovingly call Studio 33. That's right. And, uh, yeah, you can hang out. That was a kicking little tune. That was a kicking little tune. That's right. Now, oh boy. Um, so, do you want to do rideshare first, or do you want to? Because I think. We can both talk about uh, the second bullet on the list, uh, but it probably um, it might. Yeah, why don't why don't we talk about things as they're in order, and we'll go from there. Okay, well the, that's fine. So we have uh, the tales from rideshare, which but that's but that was but you've got all the other bullets down there. So yeah, we're that actually just yeah. talk about the fact that everywhere we look. We see Washington license plates now. Yes. Um, this has been, yeah, I mean, when, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you see them all the time. I think, uh, actually, when I was... Uh, well, I travel on the road more than you do. Well, yes, you do. Um, yeah, and it was funny because when I was, uh, when we get to the next bullet, the same, the... Uh, um, the people at the office were also were also commenting about uh, about mm-hmm. that same phenomenon. It's like yeah, we're we're and and, and yeah, uh, like I said, that's an interesting story in and of itself. We'll get to that, but yes, yeah, so they're everywhere, and it's it's just a um, yeah, it's kind of funny. It's like okay, well, just just for everybody that's listening in the area, yeah, I'm not interested in changing this area. I love it. I love it just the way it is. Uh, yeah, you're not t- you're not trying to Californize or Washingtonize yeah, our Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. I got, I got, not doing that at all. Um, so yeah, we are seeing that invasion, but, uh, yeah, let's talk about the, let's talk about the tax man. So, um, yeah, so, um, I had, one of the things I still needed to do for 2021 was file taxes and that just got all complicated by, um, by, uh, what my, uh, ex did with her, with, with the taxes, because there was a agreement that we would, you know, oh, let's not talk about all of that. Yeah. Yeah. How about we don't until there's everything buttoned up? Yeah. Be very circumspect with what comes out of. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good point. And I kind of thought about that. Like, but let's just say that, uh, yeah, I have filed taxes um, and we'll just let it, we'll leave it at that. Um, but uh, popcorn yeah, was, and peanuts. Get your popcorn uh, and, and peanuts. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I think that's all we're going to say. Although, when because there because of some of the things we were talking about in the in the, in the office, it was, first of all the ta- they had never seen some of the for- the form I had brought in because uh, yeah Washington's a community property state and uh, so I, they actually had to call an H and R Block office in Washington State to figure out how to actually deal with the form and and how to deal with that because that was part of the taxes. But anyway, aren't um, you glad you went off to deal with that next year? Yeah, I, well, next year's taxes are going to be much more interesting because uh, yeah, but at least I will have all the documentation and I won't have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but they also yeah they also made comments about the. Um, 
they also made the comments uh, about uh, the sheer the, number of Washingtonians yeah. that are coming and to the area. It's funny because they, they commented just like, yeah, they said we've never seen, you know, they, they, they thanked me for educating them. It's like, well, yeah, you've given the number of Washington people here. You might, uh, you might have to do this at some point. So might help. So, yeah, that was, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, and then, but um, you had it. So yeah, now my, we're my week in ride share was epic. Yes. You had, you had six different people. I did. Yeah. So the, the first, First person that I had in my ride this week was an actual fusion scientist who works at ORNL, and he's actually working on a project that we have put the link in the show notes, or we will, for this particular project. It is a fusion thing. I'm, I'll be honest with you guys. I tried looking at this thing. It's gigantic, and it annoys me. Because ultimately what it equates to is that they're trying to build a sun on earth to replace the energy that's being currently used by coal and fossil fuels and things of that nature. Yeah. And it's it's being done over in France. And there's 35 countries, I believe, that are working on this project with all of their head people in the... Um, in the industry. Very, very interesting man to talk to. So I definitely recommend clicking the link, check it out. And I mean, I'll be honest, when he first started telling me about this, and I was asking him, you know, pretty relevant questions to the effect, you know, to the point it even surprised him that, you know, I had the knowledge that I have about things like, you know, science and atoms and atomic numbers and everything. But anyway, the long and short is we had an amazing conversation and the first thing I thought when he said they were working on this thing and how it's supposed to be as hot as the sun or like a hundred times hotter than the sun or some weird thing like that. Any of y'all ever seen the movie Real Genius? Now I understand that that movie was relating, or relating to lasers and not a fusion containment. But it just kind of made me... It, I, I just kind of had similarities that I drew like, okay... The government is working on some energy product project and they claim they're being completely transparent. I mean, anybody who knows this movie knows that, you know, this laser was being built for some nefarious shit, ultimately. And these college students that were, you know, the brightest of the bright working on this thing, you know, they, they thought they were working on it just because they were getting credit, not realizing that their teacher was, you know, part of this operation that was building this nefarious machine to do some bad shit and when they found out yeah they exacted some really great revenge but ultimately that was where my brain went like yeah the government's working on some shit with some fusion and they're trying to you know he, he talked about how it's going to help with the electric car things and then he said the phrase that pays oh it's good for the environment and it'll help lessen global warming that's when my brain went click Bought <clears throat> and bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Highly. Yeah. Highly. So be, yeah. Because okay, it might it might save from fossil fuels, but what about the brown children in sandy places mining all the cobalt and all the rare earth minerals that are needed to uh, to make all the batteries that and then you and then you drive them around and they explode and you can't put the batteries out. Yeah, um, that's actually yeah. funny because uh, my friend Nancy, her son and fiance both are on the fire department where they live. And in the last week, there have been two garages that have caught fire and burned to the ground because they had Teslas inside them that were charging and you're not supposed to charge them indoors, apparently. And uh, yeah, bingo, bingo, you got no garage. Yeah, that's no, that's no good. Um, what I'm waiting for 
okay, because we live in the south, and it's hotter than balls in the oh, summertime. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, and and, and it goes from uh, from hotter than balls to to cold pretty quick. Oh yeah, colder than a well digger's ass in heartbeat. But the point of the matter is this, right? What if we have one of these extremely humid, hot summers where it's just like day after day, like the dog days of summer are at times, Mm -hmm. and you got one of these Teslas charging outside at one of these um, shopping plazas like Turkey Creek, and all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom, it bursts into flames. How much shit around that is going to take it with it? Well, exactly. Kind of makes me wonder. Yeah, the, 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 I'm trying to. I, there's there's a there is an actual uh, there's an actual clip I was gonna I was trying to find and I care so I can't find it. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Ah, but there's a lap there's the old yeah, there's the laptop of doom clip from No Agenda that I was <laughs> trying to find it. That bl- the show is blowing up. Um, uh, although speaking of laptops, um, yeah, you actually ran into somebody that uh, actually. Uh, you know, gets in or that was using my day jobs products or something. Yes, I had a guy who works for the, and that is the. Oh, actually, we probably can't mention the name. That's true. Yeah. All right. We'll have to edit that. We'll we will have to mark that. Uh, Forty. No, actually, he said it was okay. Okay. Well, because I always it, check with my riders before I make them part. I won't. I won't give what the acronym stands for. Yeah. I mean, it could be you know anything, but you can look it up. Whatever. Yeah. Just because he works for the damn thing doesn't mean he gave me any information that would have gotten him in trouble. Well, yeah, the, the sometimes so sometimes the relationship between customers and you know and enterprise things gets a little you know. So that's why that was the reason I'm like, as I mentioned the name. Okay, so so we're not going to mention any names here, but ultimately the um, security software they use is closely. Uh, let's just say Phone Boy is adjacent to the software, well, if you will. Yeah, no, in any case, we should... <laughs> Professionally. But, yeah, well, anyway, we the reality, yeah, so it's just, it just happens to be, uh, you know, that was an interesting... Uh, interesting it was an thing. interesting ride because we got talking about IT. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah long, exactly. long story short, I, I had an opportunity to possibly uh, make a connection between Phone Boy and this particular client uh, on a professional basis. That's as far as I'll leave that for yeah. anonymity. But I did have a really interesting guy who invented a starter cord to uh, start fires okay. with. Um, and he was even telling me that this thing will actually like start a frozen log, which is insane. He was uh, in town for a convention, I believe he said. So that was really interesting, you know, Except- up and coming you know, maybe Forbes 500 company, who knows? Exactly. Kind of cool. Yeah. And then, um, I had a political school board member who insisted that, or I should say promised that she would, um, listen to the show. So shout out to you, girl, loved the ride and, uh, appreciated the chat. It was really cool to talk to this woman about a varied, amount of subjects from the 420 green goodness uh which she is attempting to break into the field of uh and let's see what else did we talk about we talked politics we talked about a lot of interesting things but she had actually just if i'm not mistaken she had just won the school board election in her state so i thought that was pretty cool yeah that's 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 different um we got talking about the fact and and she even agreed that the public schools are truly trying to cookie cutter our children oh yeah and it's it's disgusting they don't want you to think for yourself because when you're a free thinker you can rise up and potentially oppose your tyrannical government 
Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, so I think there's there's one you, you kind of skipped around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm skipping around on one specifically. Uh, the one I'm actually going to go after next, uh, I actually had a virologist from the CDC, y'all. And this was some eye-opening shit that we talked about. And I don't want to go too deep into it because of the fact that I don't, you know, pretty much all the writers that I have featured, you know, some of them have said they were going to listen to the show and I don't want to misquote or get anyone in trouble. So I, I am very careful with what I say, very circumspect, but long story short, um, all the NA producers, all the stuff Adam and John have been saying that, um, is going on. Yeah, it's going on y'all. Um, Specifically, the COVID sitch. Yeah, confirmation from that side of the aisle that, yeah, it wasn't a wet market. It wasn't a bat. Everything we've been saying, we thought it was, it is. And they don't want to admit to it because they know that's their ass if they do. You've literally created a worldwide pandemic. There's no way in hell that you're going to admit, yep, that was me. Got out of hand. Forgot to wash my hands. Son of a bitch. So there's a lot of dark shit this dude and I talked about. And it was all over the map from the KKK to NDAs to just this man is from D.C. I'll just say that. Uh, I'm not going to say where he lives, but uh, let's just say he's close to work. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And very interesting conversation about race and discrimination and things of that nature. And his viewpoint was very interesting, I have to say. He spoke a lot about how... Now, I will say, okay, he was a black man, but that doesn't matter in anything other than a perspective from a black man on how they view what is going on with the white world and why. He wasn't just one of these people that was like, oh, you white people are all so privileged and, you know, we black people are so oppressed. He actually explained some things that made a lot of sense, like the fact that, you know, when he was a little boy, He had a white boy of the same age in preschool, I think he said, or kindergarten, spit on him just for the fact that he was a black kid. That's horrible. His parents were, um, during the time that there was actually segregated um, drinking fountains and things like that, and he was telling me of a time, we were actually talking about uh, our issue in Orangeburg, South Carolina, when we were refused service by an all-black staff at a Waffle House, and he was telling me about a white couple that had actually asked to move their table in a swanky restaurant because he was sitting in the table next to them. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm going to go on this for just a second, y'all. I've been a server, okay? If some entitled cunt couple asked to move their fucking table because there was a black man, woman, or otherwise, or a person of Native American ancestry or whatever, okay? You want to move your table because you're not comfortable sitting next to that person? I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to lose my job because my next words are going to be to you, sir and madam, you have the ability, the right, and I insist, get out of my restaurant, you racist piece of shit. And that is what I would tell them. Let me see how many fucks I have to give. (gasps) None, because we are all the same race, the human race, okay? Unless someone gives you a reason to not like them, I don't give a shit if they have color, they don't have color, they have, you know, whatever ancestry. We are all human beings. Stop being so hateful. Unless someone gives you a reason to dislike them, don't just be like, oh, they're black, I don't like them. Oh, they're Native American, they're Chinese, they're this, they're that. You know what? Stop it. Just stop it. 
I'm going to say it right here and right now as an entitled white bitch. Stop it. Because there's no reason for it in this world. Unless someone gives you a reason to dislike them, you should not immediately go into disliking them just because they're, you know, white, they're black, they're yellow, they're purple. I don't give a flying fuck if they have three noses and five eyeballs. Unless they give you a reason, just don't hate. And now there's one other person that I wanted to talk about. This is my big one. The huge reveal. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I actually had someone famous in my ride, y'all. That's right. Your girl Phoenix got to meet one of the guitarists for Whitechapel. And we will actually be featuring one of their songs in Studio 33 tonight. He was a really interesting gentleman we talked all about. And if anyone is unfamiliar with, Whitechapel is actually a band. They are screaming death metal from what I could ascertain. But they are from Knoxville. And they are interesting I mean, I I listened to some of the music. It's not my cup of tea, but then again, it doesn't have to be because that's the beauty of this country. We have the freedom to choose. So it's it's the kind of thing that I'm sure uh, our Rev will probably use in metal moments. Yeah, I had actually told the guitarist that we were going to be featuring one of his songs in Studio 33. And I also told him that I had a friend, Rev Cybertrucker, who does metal moment on bowl after bowl and that I thought their music would probably be absolutely perfect for him to feature. So I told the guitarist that I was going to give it a try and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully Rev will use one of their songs and it will get to the ears of someone who may not have heard them before and pique their interest and then they have more followers. So, you know, shout out to the guitarist for Whitechapel because that was epic to have someone of that stature in my car and no before anyone asks I did not ask him for an autograph I was not that presumptuous people deserve their privacy and even though I didn't know who he was and when I asked Rev he was like yeah I know exactly who they are blah 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 yeah I still wouldn't have gotten an autograph because this guy had just come off of a flight from LAX where they had been since the beginning of October. He was tired. He just wanted to go home. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Like super respect. Anyone, anyone that's in my ride deserves the utmost of respect and that's what they get, whether they are famous or just a lay person like myself. Oh, there you go. Well, that, was, that sounds like fun. You had a, had a busy week on a ride trip. Oh my gosh. It was so crazy busy because I've decided to just work the airport. I don't want to do anything for personal reasons and I'm not going to discuss on the show, but I just don't want to work the airport any, or just want to work the airport. That way I can work on show content so that I can deliver it to you pedal heads at the highest quality. And once I start school at the beginning of the year, I'm going to need some time to work on schoolwork, homework, or otherwise. So I just think setting myself up for success is, is what I'm trying to do. And I'd like to think that I'm being rather successful in doing that. Yeah. So. There you go. So. All right. Um, yeah, we did not do, um, you know, if we go through, if we go through things, we normally would do farmer's market. Farmer's markets, actually, I think farmer, this is Next like, weekend, I think, is the final weekend for farmer's yeah, market. Yeah, but today the temperatures, The temps yeah. were so cold. And, and truly, phone boy let me sleep. I've had a long week. I've worked late hours, been up early. Yeah. And yes. he was, like, we were up at, like, 4.30. Yeah, we were. Our yeah. time. And then, like, at 6.30, I was, like... He's like, well, I guess I'm not going back to sleep. I'll get up, do some show content, make some coffee. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to just 
give my pillow some more head over here because I'm exhausted. He was like, yeah, no worries. And I told him, I said, can you imagine if we had tried doing this show with me being up at 4.30 after not having a lot of sleep and it's been a really long week. By the time we got to Studio 33, I'd have my head on the desk and probably be passed out. So, yeah, so thank you for letting me sleep. Yeah, me. well, I'm, I'm, I might be the one who needs sleep after this. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, the uh, so yeah, we did not. Yeah, farmer's market's going to be less of a thing. I'm sure we're going to. So, but, you know, again, well, I'm sure we'll find some other uh, activity to to uh, to keep us busy but uh yeah you know that and uh i'm know. sure we will yeah exactly so um all right so we have uh we, with we that ha- i think we're going to uh introduce the uh the refire topic the worst hangover that you ever had let's see what kind of voicemails we got yeah we got a couple we got a couple here so oh, but wait there's something we have to do beforehand uh, we have a couple of clips that need playing. Oh, that's true. We have to actually introduce. We have to. That's introduce. right. We have to introduce the second half. Last time I was sober, man, I felt bad. Worst hangover that I ever had. It took six hamburgers and starch all night. Nicotine for breakfast just to put me right. You've gone too far, and you must pay your dues. This is why I had to give up alcohol, because you have to pay the next day. Pay, dear Lord, please don't hurt me now. Yeah. That's right. So since we want to know what your worst hangover is, we are going to go to the voicemails that we got and find out what other pedal heads have had some epic hangovers before you tell you about ours. That's right. So let's play this one. Let's see if I can. Let's see. I think uh, I got it. Yeah. Hey, this is Biff Powell. Uh, worst hangover I ever had was my first hangover. It was my first year in college. My friend said, you can go to this big party with us and bring your own glass. You don't have to pay. There's going to be a WAP. Got there, had too much. Interesting story about trying to get back to the dorms that night. Uh, don't remember a lot. Next morning, horrible hangover. Now I felt like this, a absolutely crushing headache, uh, vomiting like crazy, puking like crazy. My dad had told me all these stories uh, about going to college and kicking ass and playing football and drinking beer and all this. So I thought, well, I'll call dad. He must have a cure for hangovers. I called him and I said, dad, I got drunk last night. I got a bad hangover. And I thought he would be upset with me because I'm only 19. And he said, oh, John, that's, that's rough. Uh, yeah, there's some stuff you can do. What, what were you drinking? It depends on what you were drinking. What, what is drinking? I said, well, it was a WAP. And he said, well, what was in the WAP? And I said, well, it was like Everclear and Malibu. And he said, Everclear, oh, that's pure grain alcohol. You deserve whatever you get. <laughs> Hung up on me. So dad was a very understanding father. That's, by the way, by the way, the, sh- by the, way, the uh, p- a potential show title, Pure Grain Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that response that you deserve what you get for PGA. <laughs> I'm just going to say my first experience at PGA was mixed with blue Kool-Aid. There is a reason that I, to this day, will not drink blue Kool-Aid. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. But thank you for that voicemail. Was that was that Spitball? It says it say? says bi- well, okay, the the yeah, it says Biff Paul and I and I couldn't hear it. I mean, we could play it again just to see if we can hear it. Hey, this is Biff Paul. Uh worst hang I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not either. But Well, caller, we appreciate that voicemail nonetheless yes, exactly. because ouch. All right. So, yeah, all right. So, we'll 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 th- I'll I'll do my um yeah, I got to hear this. I got, okay, so I will. Okay, so there's there's a couple stories I've. Uh, I'll go. I'll, I'll go with a high school story. Um, so I did not drink a lot. So 
I, I understand that my parents were, um, we are, um, yeah, our, our, uh, you know, I did not, dr I did not drink a lot because, uh, you know, I, I just because, yeah, because my parents were alcoholics. So, um, so I, but I did get invited to a party like at the end, of, I think it was, it was, I think after I, it was either after I graduated or whatever, you know, or shortly before graduating, that kind of thing. Um, and um, I'd say that, uh, yeah, I, drank so much yeah they thought i might have had alcohol poisoning oh my uh, god oh yeah and the hangover from that yeah i was the first hangover and i was like 18 and i was or almost 18 and it was like yeah um ouch yeah i went yeah that was kind of my now i probably shouldn't drink but uh, it hasn't stopped you well except yeah except i haven't except i haven't gotten that bad no. No. Okay. We have an, we have another we have another um we have another voicemail here. Um and uh I think I think you've uh, I think this is uh I think we know who this is. Hi de ho, pedal heads. It's the Rev here. And let's see, for this week's F tie, I would have to say I've never had a hangover. I've literally. I mean never woke up in the morning feeling sick or had a headache or anything like that. I guess it's just because I drink enough water to keep myself from being dehydrated. Well, anyways, have a good show, y'all. Uh, thanks, Rev. Um, Even though it's not the F-tie, it's the free-fire topic. Exactly. F-ties, bowl after bowl. That's uh, one door down the hall to the left. Exactly, yeah. But, uh, but red, red here was, uh, R-E-D here was the... Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah. It was, it was, Google transcript uh, for the win. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, I can tell you that the worst hangover I ever had was courtesy of you, phone boy, and your, you know, wonderful idea of, oh, let's do shots of fireball very early into us being here. Yeah, face down on the carpet of the studio and like praying for death the next morning, the headache I had, because no, I wasn't smart enough, as Rev said. And by the way, thank you, Rev, for that voicemail. That was really appreciated. I did not have the forethought or intelligence to drink water during that night when I was deciding to dance with the devil in the form of fireball. Yeah, not again. Nope, no. That headache was for hours. The misery, because that was a 4.30 in the morning wake up with a booming headache, and I'm just laying there going, okay, if I just try to go back to sleep. Yeah, there was no sleep without pharma and copious amounts of water well that was well you know i mean that's what you do at a fucking party you get too high you get too drunk you stay too fucking long that's why they call it a party yeah studio 33 is well you know studio what... 33 is a party but i can tell you i that was one of two nights that yeah. i did not dance with you during our last song yeah because i was way too wasted and actually back then i don't think we were doing the last song dance were we? Yeah, we were. We've been doing. We? Okay. We, we've been doing it for. We we were doing it. I think even before we. Yeah, because uh, we would do it metaphorically in yes, the chat. That's right. Before we were physically in the same location. That's right. So yeah, we, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that was. Oh my god, that was the worst hangover I ever had in my life, and I mean, I'm almost at fifty, so. Yeah. Um, yeah I, so I've definitely learned that if I'm going to consume copious amounts of alcohol in one sitting there must be water breaks included otherwise the next morning is going to hurt way too bad yeah exactly so um 
Yeah, and I'm not. I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, um, I'm looking around at all the alcohol, and I'm like, I don't really want any of it. It's just yeah. Kind of- I was literally sitting here looking, going, okay, Skull, Jameson, Orange, Jameson, Cold Brew, Monkey Shoulder, Pirate Rum. We may possibly be alcoholics, folks. <laughs> well, we were alcoholics, but we're reformed. Damn it! Yeah, we're reformed. You know, actually, yeah. So, of course, I have to. There you are at Betty Ford Hospital going, I'm fine now. (laughs) I'm a reformed alcoholic. (laughs) I feel so much better about myself. (laughs) I'm fine. No, you have that double vodka. I'll be over in the corner kicking the cat. Yeah, we. I had. I had. Yeah, when when I did this topic, I was trying to figure out what I was what I was going to add to the script. This 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 uh, uh, for this for this one, it was like, yeah, Robin this was Williams. So obvious. I mean, Robin Williams' Night at the Met yeah. is classic. Yeah. I, now, of course, I'd had this. I have this clip scheduled for the end of this segment, not the beginning of the segment. But that's okay. That's why it's called vamping and yeah, you know exactly. rolling with the changes. That's right. Well, I might have to put that on the playlist for next. Uh, Possibly for, for after the for after the show. All right, so. Um, now, if you paid attention to the first half of the show, um, you realize, and, and you listen to some of the side effects and everything. It sounds, um, you know, if you if you've been, and you've been paying attention to our rants about sugar, um, well, yeah, all this stuff sounds like sh- the same things happen with sugar. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the um, and and we've talked about sugar specific. I mean, we talk about sugar being evil in pretty much every episode uh we did a deep dive on an episode 29 and and i'm not sure if i played this clip because i did kind of go through some of the older clips to uh that i took from that episode because i knew dr robert lustig had uh had uh when he did his sugar the bitter truth and he's also did a fructose 2.0 which is basically an updated version of that same talk um that he does on the you know in the in the evils of sugar um he uh, he he shows he basically talks about how the fact that uh you know I'll, you know he, he talks about the fact that uh, um you know he you know he he talks about let me see if I can let me I'll just I'm going to play the clip here. Uh, That's a good idea. Alcohol, that's not normal. Carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, but alcohol is a toxin, right? It's two toxins in one. You wrap your Lamborghini around a tree, right? Acute alcohol toxicity, and you fry your liver. Chronic alcohol toxicity. We keep it out of the hands of children. Here's acute alcohol exposure. Here's acute sugar exposure. None. Why? Because the brain doesn't use fructose for energy. It does use alcohol, but it doesn't use fructose for energy. So you don't get any of those CNS symptoms because it doesn't get there. Okay, so I'm going to read. This. So in this video, and I'll put a link in the show notes to the video. Um, he he mentioned what he shows on the slide. He talks about the following chronic acute symptoms of alcohol. So CNS depression. I, what, do you remember what CNS is? Um, I do not. Yeah, uh, vasodilation, decreased blood pressure. We talked about that. Uh, hypothermia, tachycardia. Okay, for those who don't know, hypothermia is a low body temperature. Tachycardia is a rapid heart rate. Yeah. Myocardial depression, which basically means your heart stops beating as effectively. You have variable pupillary responses, which means the black part of your eye will expand and contract. That is what pupillary responses are. You can also have respiratory depression, which means you're not breathing effectively. Diuresis, which is sweating. 
hypoglycemia, which is a low blood sugar, and a loss of fine motor controls. Yeah, and, and, and funny enough, I mean, one of the other things that, that I've noticed in my um, with drinking recently is that I'll get, I actually get hot. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not that I, I guess that's part of the sweat, man, I'm not sweating, but I guess that's what the, yes, yeah, but I'm literally, my body's literally burning off the, 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 the sugar, right? It's, it's just, that's part of what it does. And yeah. Um, now sugar doesn't have these acute effects, but it does a, a share, it does share an interesting acute effect with alcohol uh, that, that Dr. Lustig points out. And I'm pretty sure we did play a version of this clip back in episode 29. Sweeties, this is a super concentrated sucrose sugar solution that you dip the pacifier in and you put in the newborn baby boy's mouth before you do the circumcision because it releases opioids and it deadens the pain. And this has been known forever. Okay, then you mix it with a little wine and then you got a real good cocktail. So is there really such a thing as sugar addiction? Well, we have to look for similarities to other drugs of dependence like nicotine, morphine, amphetamine, cocaine. The one I think is most appropriate is alcohol because after all, alcohol and sugar are basically metabolized the same way because after all, where do you get alcohol from? Fermentation of sugar, it's called wine, right? We do it every day up in Napa, Sonoma. The big difference between alcohol and sugar is that for alcohol, the yeast does the first step of metabolism called glycolysis. For sugar, we do our own first step. But after that, when the mitochondria see it, it doesn't matter where it came from. And that's the point. And that's why they both cause the same diseases. And they do the same thing to the brain. Yeah, and I'm sure we've all had, you know, I know we've all had a drink to ease the pain of the day away. And, uh, you know, people sometimes have uh, sugary things as a, as a treat to, uh, you know, to feel better, right? It's kind of Yeah, but thing. oh my God, what it does to your body. I mean, I learned that. I, I was really bad this week and I ate literally just like a few bites of a Cinnabon for three days. Both my shoulders hurt, my thumb hurt, my feet swelled up. I was like, oh, that is so not worth ever doing again. Yeah. So um, I'll do a little bit of a deep dive, a little bit. Uh, he, he, Dr. Lustig does a little bit of a deeper dive on how the body metabolizes alcohol. And it's probably, and it's worth, um, let's see. Uh, well, considering that sugar and alcohol are metabolized the same way, you know, it's not a shock. They have similar effects. Well, yeah, actually, well, they're, yeah, there, there is some, there's some small differences, but, the, but uh, they're, and they're, and they're important, but still. Uh, yeah. So. so let's consume the same number of calories of alcohol. Now, most of them go to the liver instead of going to the periphery. And what happens to it? You see glycogen anywhere? No glycogen. It bypasses glycogen and goes down to the mitochondria. And since there's so much of it, you get big time fat making and some of it won't make it out. Now you got that lipid droplet, that's alcoholic steatohepatitis, and you're going to make lots of triglycerides, and so you're going to have hypertriglyceridemia, and that's going to end up in the muscle. Now you've got muscle insulin resistance, and it serves as a substrate for weight gain as well. And we also know that alcohol has this you know, disinhibiting effect on your brain, which causes you to drink more. Oh, I'm just going to have one drink, and you end up with five. And of course, if you do that too often, maybe you will even become an alcoholic. That's addiction right there, a positive feedback effect. Yeah, he talks about a positive feedback effect. It's not what you think, but uh, it's it's positive, and you 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 know you do something, something else happens, right? Or, right. You know, versus that, or something else goes, you know, something else goes away, kind of thing. Which would be, I think, I think that's a negative feedback loop. Correct. Um, so, um, yeah, and now he immediately follows up with, you know, just to just to with to how to to, ver, to just to talk about well how how sugar is uh, metabolized. So we're going to consume sugar now. We're going to consume orange juice. Same number of calories, the glucose does the same 20-80 split it did before, 12 and 48, 
but all the calories from fructose are going to go to the liver because only the liver has the transporter for fructose called GLUT5. And you see glycogen anywhere? No glycogen. It goes straight down to the mitochondria just like alcohol did. And because there's so much of it, your mitochondria have no choice but to turn the excess into liver fat. There's your lipid droplet. So now you've got non-alcoholic steatohepatitis. You've got high triglycerides, just like you did with alcohol. You get the muscle insulin resistance, substrate for obesity, and it tells your insulin receptor not to work. So now you've got liver insulin resistance, which makes your pancreas have to make more insulin in order to make the liver do its job. Now the high insulin goes to the brain, blocks leptin, and now you can't see your leptin. So what does it do? It makes you think you're starving. So what does it make you do? Consume more fructose. So now you've got a positive feedback effect between a compound that's toxic and abused, causing damage to the liver, damage to the pancreas eventually, and damage to the brain. But we don't do anything about that. Yeah, and and so you know he makes he makes a very valid point here that yeah they both are they both are fairly dangerous but only one of them is regulated, um, you know and of course um, you know the way most people would say it would be more sugar yeah oh dear god yeah I had to pull, yeah that was a I had to pull that one um, but uh, and, and, and a phrase we often we often utter is your liver's a meritocracy it doesn't care where the sugar comes from well you know Vinny, something Vinny yeah, says all the time yeah something Vinny says all the time you know you know he he he, he, he sometimes describes himself as a um you, you know a dumb Cajun you know uh, he's but he's not but he's not but he's dumb. far from dumb you know and he but he's he's yeah uh, but here's a doctor saying it right and, and it's, exactly. yeah and it's showing you it's basically happening exactly the same way now um you know what do we think about all this well um i curse if we told you not to drink um you know we, we'd be fucking hypocrites because of course yeah, well, everybody knows we do you know and we're 420 friendly we don't make any bones about that fact yeah but you know that, at the same time i think as you as you're now if in, in pure weight loss terms right if you're talking about you know if you're talking about improving your health yeah you probably shouldn't drink right and i'd get i'd get rid For of sure. that and now um if you are going to drink it should be you know so if you're if you're doing you know either no sugar no grains or you're doing you know, you're doing you know some sort of low carb thing, uh, yeah you probably want to stick to vodka you know uh, you know unflavored vodka, and uh, you know maybe maybe like scotch. I mean Vinny has like a, a scotch a week and it's like you know it's like one finger you know at the, at yeah, the most. Yeah, and that's and, the thing. There, it's it's all about moderation. Yeah, we're not saying don't do it. We're saying be responsible yeah it's easy to, it's yeah, yeah don't do, overdo it yeah don't overdo it it's really easy you know to, once in a while you know tying one on having a good you know getting a good drunk we get it but don't make it something that becomes a habit that then interrupts your life and disrupts your world yeah and uh yeah i mean obviously if, we, if you're trying to get healthy that's probably one of the easiest things to do is to stop drinking i mean i um you know, I've certainly I've used I've done that. I, I have taken abstained from alcohol for periods of time. Um, you know, when I know I've needed to uh, you know to clean things up a bit, right? Uh, well, that's what you know. Being being really one with your body, essentially knowing when you need to type, you know, to take a step back and just not drink for a while or not do something you might have been doing that's you know becoming a problem yeah exactly so um yeah and it's because any because you know i mean i if i have a beer for example i know i'm gonna I, and actually i i have a funny story from before my divorce that was that was a little bit odd um 
And it's because, and so there was, uh, I had, I had a, uh, an altercation with my wife. I'll just say that, or the wife at the time, uh, she's not my wife anymore. Um, but, uh, anyway, she's a <laughs> little girl. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so yeah, I'm still waiting for the judgment on that, but, but, but anyway, at least it's soon. But soon yeah. Hopefully soon. But anyway, um, so we were, we were going to go to a, um, <coughs> we're about, we're about to go to a, um, an Irish pub with some, with some, with some uh, friends. And yeah, there was, uh, there was an altercation that occurred in the car and, um, and I was scared out of my freaking mind. Um, and so we, in any, and yeah. And, and so I'm sitting there like trying to act normal, but I just did not, I just, I could just, you know, everything was just kind of, uh, yeah, let's just say the circumstances were not pleasant. Uh, and, um, it's it's funny because I yeah and I think I I basically drank Guinness that night and I was like okay that, that that's if you're going to an Irish pub drink Guinness um, and uh, and it's funny because normally when I drink you know if I if I drink several beers like that I will um, you know I, I normally gain weight right if I have a couple beers yeah that's it's it's I, I I basically take on all that water um, that night I think I lost a couple pounds of because I kept having to pee and I think a lot of it was just stress related actually but. But, uh, yeah, so that's, you have to know your body. You have to know your limits. Uh, you know, certainly if you're drinking alcohol, drink water too. Uh, and hopefully, you know, it, you know, cer- certainly with, uh, you know, you want to drink a glass of water, you know, for, you know, for, you know, I don't know, I, I guess, you know, for like a couple, you know, like a, like a, maybe a, you know, like a, a two to one ratio. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you're talking about though. If you're talking, if it, if, it, you know, if you're talking about, if you're talking about a shot of scotch, then you probably want to have a, you know, at least eight to kind of flush it out. Right. But it's, right. but and you got to just be, you just got to know your body and what your can, you know, know your limitations. Right. And, and, and that's what it all comes and, down and, to. And I know for me, as I, as I get older, I'm like, I don't like how this feels anymore. And it, the taste is not that great and it's probably not good for me anyway. So, you know, like, right. I, it's, it's basically making a, a decision on how is this going to make me feel in the long run, yeah. whatever that might be. Exactly. So and decide if it's worth it. Exactly. So, um, okay. Um, I think, you know, I guess, I guess I gotta play this again. There you are at Betty Ford Hospital going, I'm fine now. (laughs) I'm a reformed alcoholic. (laughs) I feel so much better about myself. (laughs) I'm fine. No, you have that double vodka. I'll be over in the corner kicking the cat. I'm so fucking over this. All right. Well, I guess it's, yeah. I'm a... How do we end these things? Yeah, we we do it something like this. Jordan fades back. Swoosh. And that's the game. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.